0: Villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind.
1: Greetings for this meeting where we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker and I'm excited to host the 202nd edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. You're tuned in to Talking With T. It's April 8th and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Robert Johnson, founder of BET and rapper Biz Marquee. On this date in history, Henry Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's Major League Baseball record with 715 home runs. And famed opera singer Marian Anderson passed away in 1993 on this date in Portland, Oregon. The theme this month is make it rain. Not the April rain that grows May flowers, but making it rain by increasing your financial literacy. Today, I want to share the 50-30-20 rule for budgeting. You spend 50% of your earnings on things you need, like your home, utilities, food, insurance, car payment, and such. You save 20%, and then you spend 30% on things you want, like shopping, eating out, or hobbies. I also read an idea about starting a financial vision board and setting financial goals. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. I'm going to start out with a few happy highlights. 13-year-old William Rabillo from Nevada shocked his single mom by doing yard work and selling his Xbox to buy his mom, Crystal Preston, a car. She shared her heartwarming story on Facebook, and this was one of the sweetest stories I read this past week. And then I have to talk about Jeremy Botway. A 17-year-old Texas senior who is president of the National Honor Society, director of Key Club, co-captain of a science club, and treasurer of his student council. He is this week's T's top team. He has a 4.51 GPA and has been accepted into every college into which he applied, including all eight Ivy League schools. Also, identical twin brothers Deontay and Deontre Wright out of Toledo have been featured across the media as they are Scott High School's class of 2019 valedictorian and salutatorian. Deontay has a 4.5 GPA and his brother DeAndre has a 4.4. They both have full rides to Ohio State and I know their family has to be mighty, mighty proud and we celebrate with them on their amazing accomplishments. The divorce is finally settled between Jeff Bezos and his now ex-wife, Mackenzie, founders of Amazon. She settled for 25%, which equaled $35.6 billion, making her the fifth richest woman in the world. I wonder why she didn't go for half. Anyway, many mourned the loss of Grammy-nominated rapper Nipsey Hussle, who was killed by Eric Holder, one of his homeboys, over a dispute outside his L.A. store. Nipsey was an activist working to empower and uplift his community after he turned his life around. I saw it terribly terribly sad story about a nine-year-old Georgia girl playing in her own yard when a car just came hurling through her yard, hitting her head on. The family released the video from their home surveillance camera, hoping to catch the hit and run driver who just got out of the car and ran away. You can read the full details on the link shared on www.talkingwitht.com, but I must warn you, the video is disturbing. Laderiana suffered a skull fracture, a broken pelvis, and other injuries from the Ford Fusion that hit her. Her father drove her to the hospital and, thank God, this baby survived. I hope they catch the coward that did this. Locally to me in East Tennessee, there is a request to investigate a fire that destroyed a building at the Highland Center, which is a social justice center that has hosted many iconic civil rights leaders and also has archived much of our black history. A white power symbol was found on the site following the fire. And while officials have not said it was connected, it definitely looks suspicious. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back with this week's review of trending news.
0: You know, i be, i be a sunshine hurricane sometime. Us be a dawn, a slow, warm, rising into a hard-orn, soft yellow, exit to a bright sky blue You, coke, me an aged Tennessee. Us be an expensive drink, sipped slow from glass Crafted by the hands of a man who is never known either Us be rarity, us be cool You, beautiful bass line Me, melody in the key of easy Us, us be a classic song between sheets till we stain them with ecstasy until we break ourselves into you distance me regretted mistake us be hard to fix sometimes when we use words to break shatter us be loose cannons mouths misfiring anger control we lose you text message me long love letters too long to read be All right,
2: it's that part of the show where we review trending news, and I have with me our top investigator, most often investigator, P.I. Pam, as well as the know-it-all Professor J. So we're going to start with a gentleman, Rashad James, a Maryland attorney. He was detained at a maryland courthouse by a sheriff's deputy who didn't believe he was a lawyer at first the deputy called him by his client's name and when james corrected the deputy and said he was actually the guy's lawyer he was asked for identification so my question is is it so hard to believe that black men aren't always the suspects
3: you know we uh, there's it, always at least one story every week that gives me the long sigh. And this this is one of them. I mean, again, like you said, the question is, why do we as black men always end up being the suspect? Why do we always have to have our credentials questioned or, you know, who we are questioned? Can't we be great? Can't we be just (laughs) as great, if not greater, than our counterparts of the lighter hue? I mean, is it not out of the realm of possibility for an African-American man to be a lawyer? I mean, that's mm. questions that need answers. And, of course, you know, we all know the answer. Clearly it's possible. Right. And clearly this right. is a, uh, an incident of, oh, gosh, what could we call it, racial profiling, if you will?
2: Yeah, I, I think that would be appropriate. It most definitely is. If they really want to help him out, I'm pretty sure they could pay off them student loans he got. Hello. <laughs> Well, along those same lines, a protest ensued after people want officials in Boulder, Colorado, to address racial profiling. This followed an incident where police officers confronted Zayud Atkinson, who was cleaning his own yard. He was seen by police sitting behind a property sign and was asked if he was allowed to be there. Atkinson informed the police that he lived there. But then the police called for assistance. Eight officers arrived. Some even pulled their firearms while others had their hands on their weapons. This is a whole shame. Like, this man is in his own yard trying to keep it tidy. He sat down for a break, and he's confronted by eight police officers with weapons.
3: Simply because the sign said private property, as if he could not have been the owner of the property. Correct. Or, or the legal resident. Right. Foolishness. Foolishness.
2: On every level. Long side. Okay. Long side. Okay. Well, while we're on the long side, I say this story especially for Jay, and I know he'll appreciate
3: oh, that the U.S. Piss.
2: Secretary.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> can
2: <piss>. He <laughs> won't even let me get it out, Pam. I know he's going to appreciate that the U.S. Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, has decided that, Larger class sizes with fewer teachers is what we need. DeVos attempts to explain the benefits of larger class sizes and fewer teachers in an attempt to justify cutting federal education spending. She said that students may be better served by being in a larger class if by hiring fewer teachers, a district or state can better compensate those who have demonstrated high ability uh and outstanding results. Now, she is obviously clueless about teaching and effectiveness. And I can't recall her exact qualifications, but somebody remind me how she got appointed to that position and what justifies her being able to make educational decisions.
3: The great Cheeto, the Almighty Combover, appointed her. Uh she herself
2: Right, but based on what?
3: She has never been in a classroom. All of her children have gone to private schools, if memory serves me correctly. She herself is a product of private schools, so she is totally out of touch with the work that uh, you and I do, Tanisha, on a daily basis. And okay, yes, we know that uh, effective teachers are needed in every classroom, but Let's just say, for purposes of argument, you put thirty, thirty-five, forty kids in a classroom with a highly effective teacher. At some point, that teacher is going to lose his or her effectiveness. You know, I don't think that I'm teacher of the year, but I, I, I think I'm pretty good at what I do. I mean, I've, I'm 19 years and this is year 19 uh, in the game for me, and I've, I've done pretty decently. Um, you know, during the course of my career, but. Overloading me with students is not the answer, and especially given the challenges that many of our students face today with reading deficits and math deficits, they benefit more so from smaller classes, small group instruction, and the larger your classes are, the less uh, manageable small groups can be. Let's, Let's just hang our hats right there. And so, I mean, in, on one hand, I, she might be trying to save money somewhere, but let's just be let's just be real about this thing. The education profession is not, you know, one of those professions where people are just busting down the doors to get into. Not like they were, you know, within previous years. Let's just be honest, because teachers are indeed underpaid and overworked, and by mm-hmm. piling students in. Betsy, uh, clearly, like I said, is out of touch with reality, so I think this is more so towards her move toward the privatization of the American educational system and getting rid of the really good teachers, even though you know she's trying to give this veneer of saying, "Hey, we want to attract our best and our brightest in the classroom and put them in our most challenging situations and we know that, you know, your larger classes would more than likely be in your urban districts, which have a whole other set of challenges than your suburban or your more affluent districts. And I'm I'm getting off my soapbox on that. Yeah.
2: So I'm going to take that as you don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> not
3: not at all. I'm One just going to say no, because I can't add what I want to add to that no, because, you know, we get put off the air. But you know where I'm okay. going.
2: Okay. Right. Yeah, she – I don't know. Sometimes I think, does she smoke on the side or? (laughs) I mean, because she comes up with some of the most unrealistic ideas and
3: I mean, you, you look at her boss who recently said something to the effect that windmills cause cancer or some foolishness like that.
2: Well, I just wanted to put that out there because, you know, as an educator myself, it didn't make sense. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something or I had fallen off my own rocker when reading this story, but definitely, in my opinion, as well, larger class sizes fewer teachers, not. And while we are talking about the schoolhouse, I want to know what you two think about this. A school in Illinois has removed the doors from the bathroom stalls after a student wrote a note on the wall threatening a school shooting. So now they're saying girls have to bring blankets from home so they can cover their style and have privacy while using the restroom. I'm just curious as to what you two think about that. <sighs> oh, Lord. Yeah, this is, <laughs> it's a longer this side.
3: This <laughs> is an episode of long side. I'm, I'm sorry because this is, this is just replete with foolishness. Um, yeah, so, okay. Now. If we really were to be honest, Mm -hmm. I know from, you know, my students, they really only use the restroom when absolutely necessary. But even still, that's totally an invasion of privacy, male or female. If you're in the stall and you have to bring your own blanket in, and let's not even talk about the whole issue of it being sanitary or, in this case, unsanitary, all because a student wrote a threat on the wall. Let's just be re- let's be realistic here. People have been writing, students have been writing crap on uh, bathroom stalls for decades. Good, bad, and ugly. Right. I want my dang phone number off of that. <laughs>
2: Damn. I don't know. I hope it's off. Miss, can you check when you go by the mall? I will. I'll, I'll, I'll try to check. And so, <laughs> have you been getting any calls? Just heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, man. Are you sure those are, are
3: you sure those are folks from high school? <laughs> so I'm uh, gonna, well, I on the
2: bathroom door at the Elks, so I better check. Oh that. my goodness! Well, oh oh my birth. goodness! Yes, it is. Okay, so while we're laughing, before we sign off the we have to hit the crazy chronicles. From our stupid criminal files, Michael Casey had been bonded out of a Florida jail. An officer spotted him, quote, acting suspicious. He said he was waiting on his girlfriend, but he was actually checking for unlocked cars, and when he found one, he stole it. So I just want you to picture this. He's in jail. He's bonded out. Within minutes, he goes out in the parking lot and steals a car from the prison parking lot. That is. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: He, he he must like jail. Apparently. All oh, righty then. Well, yeah. I mean, he maybe he needs somewhere to sleep, and he needed a, a, a for sure three <laughs> three hot or you know three meals. I won't say they're hot. Okay. Three,
2: three meals. meals.
3: Three meals of some sort.
2: Mm-hmm. He's crazy because didn't Brandy take off uh, what's next name's time and. And thin line between Love and Hate in front of the police station. That's a crazy person that can do anything in front of the police station. Right. You're right. You're right. I tend to agree with both you and Jay. Yes, he evidently has a few schools loose. But yet, like Jay said, maybe he wanted a, a new place of residence. And while we're talking about jail, a Utah woman was found walking the streets with bloody feet and a bottle of mouthwash, which she was apparently drinking to get drunk. Now, as far as how her feet got bloody, she got mad while she was in her boyfriend's car and started kicking out the car window. So he drove her to her parents' house. They wouldn't let her in. When officers approached her, she asked if she could smoke the marijuana she had in her pocket before they took her to jail.
3: Okay. How would you say her feet got bloody again?
2: She was kicking out the car windows in a boyfriend's car.
3: Oh, okay, because I was about to go cry to be on the people.
2: Oh,
3: <laughs> <to you. laughs> So she asked the police if she could smoke the weed
2: before she went to what? Right. Yeah, that
3: should be it. Oh, okay. And she was drinking mouthwash while she gets drunk? Correct. Oh, okay.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that
3: went crazy.
2: Well, you don't, you don't know if you don't ask. I remember that one time I went to that place, um, the little vacation sponsored by the state. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I asked him before I went. Look, Crow, just about to give me some meat. Can we stop giving me some meat? And he actually took me through the drive at McDonald's and got me some meat. But meat
3: oh. is totally different than finding up a whole blunt.
2: Right, but I'm. <laughs> it is, but I'm still a little shocked at that as well. Yeah, he was. He was really nice. He knew I was in In and Out, so. Okay. Yeah, but
3: but she said. I guess she didn't think that um, that's going to be another charge.
2: No, she was drunk on the mouthwash.
3: Well, at least she was minty fresh about
2: the mouth. At least we were home <laughs> Well, y'all, I guess that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week. Don't forget, our theme this month is Make It Rain. So we've got to come up with some financial tips and financial literacy ideas
3: for the people.
1: And I can't wait to tell it.
3: And you know I'm going to say it.
1: Well, once again, we've come to the end but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, your online scoop of trending news, to find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Being broke from paying bills is totally different than being broke from being lazy. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with T.